Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio, with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms. And we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC. On a Friday, the day before Liverpool take on Leeds United in the Premier League at Anfield. This is a must-win game for Liverpool Liverpool must take at least seven points from their next three Premier League games to ensure that when they come back after the World Cup break, that they're in a position to go and secure top four football. You have to get top four when you run a business the way Liverpool are run. When you are solely reliant on revenue generated to maintain the business to improve the business, you have to secure top four football. You have to be in the Champions League and you have to get into the knockout phases. Now, this season, we've obviously qualified for the knockout phases of the Champions League. Remains to be seen yet who we'll draw. As things stand, it's looking like it will be a tough draw. It could be Real, it could be Bayern, it could be PSG. The other alternative right now is that it could be... Club Bruges, that's if all groups stay the same. Now, likely one or two will change. And coming out of Spurs group, it might be that Sporting are top. It might well be that Porto can take top spot in their group and we get them rather than Bruges. It could be the unlikely scenario that Leipzig finish above Real Madrid. It could be that Benfica finish above PSG. But for right now, it's Bayern, it's Real, it's PSG and it's Club Bruges. 
that's not ideal. We can beat any of them as long as we play at our very best level, as long as we play like we did against Man City. That's the blueprint. But we need to ensure that we're not solely dependent on a late run in this year's competition and that we secure next year's competition as well. To do that, we need to start picking up points and we need to start getting points and ideally wins away. Spurs is going to be a very tough game in between the Leeds and Southampton games. You would take a draw if offered it now. But we should go there with the aim to win the game, without doubt. Uh, before I get into anything else, I want to take a bit of a sec to discuss two things. So number one, an autobiography was released yesterday. And there was a tweet sent by a random account, quote tweeting the announcement of said book. It was a joke, perhaps a distasteful joke, but a joke nonetheless. And I found it funny that the tweet got more likes than the tweet about the book. That's what I laughed at. The fact that that tweet got more likes than the announcement of the book. Now, I so in I responded to said initial tweet laughing that this tweet got more tweets than the original. This has upset some people, and I would like to apologize to those people who were upset by what I said. Uh, the tweet has been deleted from the EPL Index account. Um, it was not my intention to upset anybody. It was merely I found the situation funny. But I can understand why people would be upset about it. So uh, apologies to anyone who was upset by said joke. Uh, no apologies, though, to the people that went crying behind my back about it, though. Be a man and stand up and say it to me. Don't go running behind my back. You're just a coward when you do that. Um, moving on, I'd like to draw attention to a profile on Twitter, at StringsMark, Mark Stringer. He has put out a five-tweet thread today, and I'm going to read it to you now. Uh, this is extremely personal. The Hillsborough, supporter, Hills, Hillsborough Survivors Supporters Alliance organized therapy for PTSD after Paris, and I want to sincerely thank them. In yesterday's session, we went back to Hillsborough. In eight sessions, I'd never said that in my lowest moment, unconscious and dying in pen four, a young man standing on a crush barrier reached down and grabbed my arm. I regained consciousness enough to grab back and clamber up onto the barrier before turning and helping someone else. Once I'd done that, I scrambled over the side fence and down the walkway between pens four and five. Onto the pitch. I've always said I'd never be able to find the person who saved my life, to thank them. To which the therapist said, you don't need to find them to thank them. You just need to thank them. I'd never thought of it that way. So I want to record my gratitude. To the stranger that saved me in the Leppings 
saying, ultimately, that stranger didn't just save me at Hillsborough. He gave me the strength and wisdom, along with many Hillsborough survivors, to save people's lives in Paris. Because it was a common understanding. It was Sorry, it was our common understanding, our mindfulness, our reflective knowledge of that sunny day in April 1989 that ultimately helped the Red, bring the Reds home safe and prevented any loss of life on the day. Am I still angry? Yes. But yesterday made me look at Paris in a different light. And when I look at Mark's profile picture on Twitter, he appears to have two young sons, two young men who would not exist if he had not had the help of that stranger at Hillsborough. And we obviously spoke a lot about what happened in Paris at the time and in the weeks afterwards as there was a horrific attempt at a cover-up by the French police, the French government. Thankfully, the truth has come out about that. Are you that person who has everything? The coolest merch and those must-have fan threads? Well, over at our Anfield Index shop, we've gone that extra mile when it comes to pimping up your Liverpool collection. From our popular range of bespoke design T-shirts, sweaters, hoodies and hats, to our signature edition mugs, prints and coasters, all provided with fast worldwide shipping. We have something for every red. We also stock official LFC merchandise and are licensed with the Premier League and UEFA to sell official iron-on shirt badges and sleeve patches. As a listener to this podcast, you can get 10% off everything with coupon code AIPRO10. Just head over to anfieldindex.shop or find us on Etsy by searching for Anfield Index. But you don't think of the the knock-on effect. And you didn't allow yourself to think of the what-if. What if people like Mark and others who'd been at Hillsborough and had experienced what happened, what if they weren't there to calm people down? What if they hadn't been there to provide wisdom, to be aware of what was going on? We could have been facing another catastrophic tragedy and for people like Mark and many others who were at that game and had been at Hillsborough what horrifying flashbacks to have to the point where you're needing therapy for PTSD this is what the authorities don't think of when they rush to slander football fans. And in particular, when they rush to to slander Liverpool fans. This is what those tribalistic dickheads who arrive at Anfield and sit in the visitor's end or who are home fans when Liverpool go to play. This is what they don't understand when they start singing songs about Hillsborough and about Heysel. And... The thing for me about Heisel is a hint of research, just a hint of research would show you that the people responsible for Heisel were punished 
Those who broke the law at Heysel went to prison. They lost their jobs. Their lives were completely and utterly changed forever for the worst. And I guess these people who sing these songs, they think that they're somehow doing justice for the names of the people who died at Heysel, but I guarantee not one of them could name one person who passed away at Heysel because they don't actually care about the victims. They only care about point scoring. And the other thing they forget is that while many people died that day, like at Hillsborough, many others survived. And those people are going to be aware of the type of things you're singing about a tragedy you probably weren't alive for that they lived through. And you're just dragging up all those memories, memories that they no doubt have tried to bury very deep in the back of their conscience. So I think Mark's thread is very important. I think it's important to not only read it, to share it, but to consider it, consider the deep meaning behind it. His life was changed for the worst, regardless of the fact that he survived, because he's never, ever going to get over what happened at Hillsborough. And 33 years later, a game in Paris in which, thankfully, nobody was seriously injured and nobody passed away has stirred up all those memories. As I would imagine is the same for Hillsborough survivors who hear those chants. And I guarantee you that any Juventus fans that hear those chants, they don't like them. They don't see them as a show of support. They see them as you disrespecting the memories, or the, not you, the listener, because you're not going to be at game singing those songs, but these people singing songs and desecrating the memories of those who passed away just to point score. Tribalism is just, it's the maddest and most disgusting part of football fandom. It really is. The things people will say, the things people will claim, and the things people will defend, all on the basis of some misguided tribalism, is just incredible. Here's another example. For the last few weeks, Jordan Henderson was under investigation for uh, a confrontation that he had with Gabrielle. Now, he has been cleared of any wrongdoing. Twitter told you that Henderson may have been racist. No one else told you that. There was no actual suggestion that he was racist outside of Twitter. Twitter told you that. And then Twitter told you it was definitely through because, well, look at the face of Firmino. Look at the reaction of this player. Look at the reaction of that player. All meaningless stuff. 
meaningless stuff. And it turns out that all Henderson did was tell Gabrielle he was a fucking idiot. But for the purpose of tribalism, we've had Arsenal fans deeming Jordan Henderson a racist. Now, my own thoughts on Jordan Henderson are the matter of public record, but as a man, there's his integrity. As a man, there's very few you'd hold in higher esteem. As a footballer, I have issues with him. As a man, absolutely not. As an ambassador for the club, an ambassador for the game, as somebody who knows the difference between right and wrong and continually strives to do right, how anyone could believe that Jordan Henderson would be racist to an opponent over a game of football or over anything else is incredible to me. Here's the thing. Henderson is very conscious of his image. And he has done a lot of work to craft his image. He is not going to throw that away. Regardless of circumstance, regardless of provocation, he is not going to throw that away. So I said at the time, he either said something to him and Gabrielle just misheard him, which seems to have been the case. Or my other thought was that he said something about a teammate of Gabrielle, which we can't get into. But let's just say that Arsenal fans have rushed to dismiss any and all allegations against that person, despite there being quite a substantial amount of evidence that was put forward on social media by one of the people who have made the allegations against him, that person had to delete all their social media. That person had to move house. That person was abused in the most disgusting manner you can imagine because tribalism, the same tribalism that saw them decide that Jordan Henderson was a racist, And the thing is, even though Henderson has been found to have no case to answer, this now is always going to be part of his legacy. Even though the majority of people, those of us with, you know, functioning brains, will just dismiss it and move on because there was no case to answer, he is going to remember that he was accused of those things. And opposition fans will remember that he was accused of those things. And they will bring it up again and again. Believe that. Main Liverpool websites. There's plenty, I'm sure, on This Is Anfield. There's plenty on Liverpool.com. Um, largely transfer stuff. But AnfieldIndex.com is absolutely loaded with content today. There is an article, Liverpool can sign, sorry, Liverpool must sign Jude Bellingham if top four finish allows them to. Uh, This was written by Young Henrald, Henry Jackson. 
I disagree with the premise that we must sign him. But I like the idea. Stephen Smith has written a counterpoint entitled Why Liverpool Aren't Signing Jude Bellingham. Two good articles. Check both of those out. Tony Evans is back with his weekly column. The Henderson haters will go away, will never go away. I believe that's a personal letter to me. But, um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Fabinho, the conversation that's getting harder to ignore. This was written by David Davis. And then there is a piece called Fabio Carvalho, The Kid's Not Ready Yet, also written by Stephen Smith. Podcast-wise, there's a new Euro incision. There is a new scouted. And there is rival recon. Molby on the spot. Unfortunately, Jan had to pull out at the last minute. So no Molby on the spot this week, back next week for sure. Uh, We tried to put something together at the last minute, but unfortunately it didn't work out for us. But yeah, plenty on AnfieldIndex.com. You can check it all out there and I will see you Monday. Hopefully, hopefully after leads have been put to the sword. Take care of yourselves. Have a good weekend. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.